What a great pleasure it is to welcome uh, the Chief Executive Officer at Mustek Limited, Hein Engelbrecht, who's one of my favorite people in the industry. He's been around for a long time, and there's nothing that Hein doesn't know about this industry. And uh, one of my favorite organizations at Mustek. Firstly, Hein, it's really good to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, okay, thanks. All good. Thank you very much. Actually, scared to be thinking it's actually first month is gone. Eh? Flip, here we go. I know. That's it's quite absolutely frightening. Best to apply to you, never find me. I did send me a message, so he did. I did remember. I, I, I wouldn't I know, have forgotten your birthday. I remember how you send me a message. Thanks, Aki. But I'm all well, thank you. <laughs> no, well, listen, I hope you had a good celebration, Ayn. Listen, it's, yeah, been a, it's been a very interesting time. I mean, you and I have had these discussions since the beginning of COVID back in 2020. It's difficult to believe that it was just, uh, you know, four years ago, just under four years ago. Um, and and you guys have had a, a tremendous last four years and growing strong. Uh, tell us about Mustek right now and what are your goals as we head into twenty twenty four? What is what is on your agenda? What's on your plate for Mustek uh, for twenty twenty four, Ayn? Yeah, I think Aki, I think you're right. I mean, the last like two three years, uh, you know, we had uh, we had some good times in in Mustek, probably a bit longer. The first there was COVID and the work from home and the demand for, for, for devices and and obviously I mean if you if you had inventory you could sell there wasn't any price pressure or anything like that um, so we did well uh, both ourselves and Electron from a distribution side uh, of the business uh, and then subsequent to that you know last year and and then to the latter part of the year before that obviously with the power crisis we've had uh, you know with the load shedding and all that you know I mean yes you should have seen this this parking lot yeah I mean it was just uh, I luxus with uh, sheep riding coming to collect batteries and inverters, you know. So, so that was uh, that was exceptional actually. I think overall it was was quite exceptional for the uh, for the PC industry both, and then obviously for the sustainable energy. Uh, but I think uh, things have started normalizing um, on the sustainable energy. The demand has dropped off quite a bit. I must be honest, you know, we're still sitting with a bit of stock uh, that we need to get clear, and, and and the market's not easy out there. I think a lot of people who are opportunists. Uh, in bringing in panels and batteries and inverters. So there's a lot of cheap stuff going around which needs to be flushed through the system first. I think the normality will, uh, uh, it will return to, 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 to normality. Uh, on the PC side, still doing all right. Eh? Um, off our higher base, still hanging in there, not as, not as great as in previous years, uh, but we're close. And if you, I think if you compare that to three, four years ago, we're still selling it a lot more than what we used to there. So from a mastery point of view, uh, and the group specifically, uh, you know, we, we've decided now over the last year, so we want to have a bit more of a group focus, if I'm calling it that. Uh, look at what the opportunities are and synergies are with amongst the group. Now, can we support one another a bit better? Uh, try and avoid the extent possible any conflict and then and, and, and that competitiveness within the group, but rather go and compete as a united force outside uh, against some of the other big boys. Um, so, you know, from a governance point of view, make sure the governance structures are in place, uh, policies, procedures, standard across the group, you know, so, so your HR policies in, in Vector, it's the same as the HR policies in, in, in Mustard and the same as the HR. It just makes it easier to manage that people move within your organization, you know, it's not totally new to them. Um, so, um, and then obviously still carrying on and dissipating, you know, what the stakeholders need is, and then try and shape the group um, so we can meet and then hopefully get the benefits over the long year. So it means looking at all the investments we've got, all the subsidies, what fits in going forward, uh, yeah. you know, where do we need to maybe add some, where do we maybe we need to cut some. So it's a continuous process, but yeah, so we've got our immediate um, 
immediate opportunities to be looking at. And working capital is definitely one of them. Like I've indicated to you, you know, we've got some of stock that we, that we accumulate, which we need to get rid of. Uh, and, and, and specifically in the interest rate environment that we're in now, you know, I mean, the interest rates are sitting at that 12%, 18, 24 months ago, it was 7%, you know, so, so interest is becoming a big expense on our, um, on our income statement. And it's all just as a result of, you know, the working capital that's either inventory and receivables. And if we can get that balance right, um, okay. we can start, you know, some serious cash and hopefully review some of the, uh, some of the debts. And then on the human capital point of view, it continues to obviously, uh, you know, enhancing that, giving people opportunities to upskill themselves and, and so on. So those are the immediate and medium term okay. objectives from well, I said, point of view. No, I'm always amazed, Hein, how diverse Mustek is as an organization. I mean, you touched on the solar, and and every time I come there, I'm, I'm always discovering a, a new brand that you guys have got on board, a new service that you've got available. I mean, whether it's training, whether it's solar, whether it's cloud, whether it's, you know, the, the diversity that you guys have got at Mustek is quite extraordinary in there. And the stock holding, I mean, you can really find literally anything at at, at Mustek, which is uh, incredible. And of course, you've also got your brand association with really big players in the market, you know, the likes of yep. Microsoft and uh, the likes of Samsung, for example. Um, now, the technology landscape in South Africa is constantly evolving. And I think that we're in for an exciting few years ahead. And I'm pretty sure that you guys are very well positioned to to come and deal with these trends that are happening around us. You know, AI is obviously a big one. But what are those shifts and trends that you are currently focusing on at Mustek? And and I guess that cloud is also part of that strategy going forward. What are you seeing, Ayn? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, we're we, 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 we close, close to the market. You know, we've got a lot of people that's, you know, that follows all the trends uh, continuously. Like what you've indicated, you know, we are aligned to, you know, the biggest or the biggest players in the IT space. You've mentioned Microsoft, Intel, Lenovo, Huawei. And then we, and we do get a lot of information from them on, on their roadmaps and where, you know, what they're seeing and where they're going and where they're positioning. And I think that's quite key uh, for us sisters is to have those relationships. And and from there, you then pick up, you know, the key trends and shifts uh, and I'm just, I mentioned a couple that's obviously quite important now. You know, if you look at sort of a digital transformation point of view, you know, we as well, you know, we're embracing technologies to streamline our, our own operations uh, and hopefully enhance the customer experience and improve efficiencies um, across the supply chain. You know, so that's quite important for us. And I think you mentioned now, you know, different areas now are diversified. I think one thing that we've, that we've actually done in the past as well is sometimes we need something and says, you know, then thinking is, if we need it, there will be other people that need it as well. Like the solar plant. You know, we put up our own solar plant, generate their electricity. It's like, you know, maybe there's, there's a business here. Uh, you know, you talk about the cloud, you talk about the training, all initiatives internally that we felt that, well, we had a need. And so there's an opportunity here and you know, start investing in it. But, you know, so the other, you know, trends we're seeing, e-commerce integration, um, you know, I think we've got to look at that and recognize the growing importance of e-commerce platforms and investing in strategies uh, to seamlessly integrate our distribution processes with online marketplaces. And obviously use that knowledge as well and go out to customers so they can, or the ISVs or integrate the service uh, providers and, um, for them to go out to their customer as well. Supply chain automation, I think is something that, 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 that we're looking at as well. You know, how can we you know, implement automating the automation technologies? So the robotics, probably difficult in the environment, but to a certain extent, Rectron's already done it in there distribution space, you know, it's basically a crane, you tell them, go and fetch me, and it goes and fetches it. Yes. Um, 
And then, you know, it's continuously just looking at the, our own operation and then packaging it and selling it. I think sustainability initiatives is, 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 is key. I mean, everybody's looking at some of the products we've seen now, the likes of Lenovo, the likes of Intel, uh, and Huawei as such. You know, a lot of the development they're doing is we're going to give you more and we're going to consume less power. I think it's, it's, it's key and I think it's important that we, that we all buy into that. Uh, and then uh, cybersecurity. I think cybersecurity is huge and it's uh, probably just going to get even better. And, and, and again, you know, looking at our own environment, what do we need to do to secure ourselves? And then let's get that and then see how we can uh, package it and send it to our customers. It's a, selling what you're actually using yourself as well. So so we, we aim to remain agile and, and responsive to the, the evolving technology landscape in well, worldwide, worldwide and South Africa, of course. And then we'll position yeah. the company um, and hopefully for sustainable growth because I think it's one thing that's that, uh, that we've seen uh, in, in our industry, this constant change. You know, if you think of what's yes. what worked 15 years ago, that's really going to work in five years from now. So, and we've got to be close to the action and make sure that we're up to speed with what's happening and then we can position ourselves, uh, you know, to hopefully any the benefits of that going forward. Well, if there's one thing that I've seen over the years, and I mean, I, I've known Mustek for more than two decades, is how quickly you guys respond to the market and how agile you are as an organization. It's been most impressive. And I, I just look at your, you know, your, your, um, your, your product line and, uh, and, and listening to what you guys are doing in the market and the stock market and uh, your, your recent announcements that you've been making. You've made significant investments in new product lines. You touched on uh, cybersecurity a second ago, and we know how cybersecurity is so important. It's, it's the number one business threat globally. And, uh, and I do think that uh, SMBs in South Africa and on the continent are particularly very vulnerable to cybersecurity risks. But um, talk to us about the significant investments that you've made in these new product lines, cybersecurity being one of them. I know that cloud you've got a big focus on. How do you see yep. these areas impacting Mustek's growth and the bottom line going in the future? I imagine it's going to you know, be a significant uh, contributor to your bottom line. Yeah, I, I think, you know, what we've seen is, is this new markets for us and new opportunities for us. Um, as much as we use it ourselves, the opportunity is obviously to unsell it. And yes, it can become quite complicated. And there's a lot of knowledge and a lot of things out there. And not to be disrespectful to some of those smaller resellers, but they don't necessarily have that, you know, those skills, expertise and knowledge. And I think that's where we play uh, and can play quite a role. And so they say, come and talk to us. We've done the research. We've, you know, we, we've got, we, for our own needs, we've, we've designed a package. Uh, with this, or can this possibly work with uh, within your organization as well? And yes, we've got a specific division that we've established. It's, it's focusing on what we call solutions, which obviously includes uh, the stuff that you mentioned just now, you know, the, the cybersecurity in the cloud. And, you know, within the last couple of years, since we started them, we've seen double digit growth, sure, off a low base. Um, but we're quite excited the way this can take us. Um, and now we can take this to our traditional customers, which is pretty much hardware focused. Uh, and pack them on a journey with us, train them, enable enable them to produce and, and support them. And so they could go and offer that to their customers as well. So we're pretty excited about that. And also the IT training. Yes. I mean, the IT training, you will, I, I think it's one of the questions that, that you had asked yes. well, Mike asked forward is, it, you know, quite key as well, because um, that helps us as well. So that individual or that individual company might have had the skills, but listen, you guys, don't, don't just believe what we're saying. Let's give you the proper planning. Let's give you the qualification, the certification, so you can go out there as a certified uh, professional giving advice to your customers. So, so we're pretty, pretty excited and, and, and confident that we're going to do well out of that services. 
Look, I want to talk to you about uh, about the training because it's something I'm very passionate about. And especially when you look at the massive skills gap in the market. But now that we're talking about the future, and you touched on it earlier in terms of business integrations and operations, et cetera. You know, businesses are all modernizing today. They're integrating AI into many of their operations. You mentioned robotics. You mentioned just streamlining opportunities. But of course, those opportunities are great, but they come with their own challenges. Um, where, what do you see in, in terms of those opportunities and challenges? Um, what do you foresee in, on this front as, as a group at Mustek? Because I know you're putting quite a big focus on AI, on automation, on streamlining your business, because at the end of the day, that's what's going to bring costs down. Where do you see the picture here? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously the buzzword around this is, is AI, but I think the buzz going forward is going to be ever. You know, AI at the edge and, and the data center. Um, AI is not new to our industry, uh, but the enhancements from, from from the vendors, software vendors, and hardware vendors like Intel, uh, that's going to speed up the process, well, speed up the innovation and, and productivity substantially. You know, we're seeing AI tools for PCs being released daily uh, from digital assistants like, you know, Microsoft Copilot, tools that make minutes in, in, in online meetings, text-to-image uh, tools. Uh, artificial intelligence, AI music, and some creators. Uh, the scope's going to be endless, uh, and it's Mastic. And in Mastic's case, uh, resellers and even Mastic needs to figure out where their skills are, and, and how we're going to bring uh, bring that to the market. You know, ChatGPT, you know, as an example, is based on public knowledge uh, on the internet. Uh, a financial services company would not want to use uh, a public uh, AI. Um, Generating tool like say ChatGPT uh, to uh, uh, to start using private or public data, but, you know, it's potentially they don't want to use the data that's private and you know generate the entry feedback. They're not necessarily going to go either share it or get it from or from all the public spaces. So uh, so it, you know we got to build our own solutions. And I think they the independent service providers or solution providers will help us to go and build unique solutions for unique companies because every company's needs are going to be different. Um, and I think there's a big opportunity. You know, if you look at our industry, I think if you do have some of the challenges you've asked, uh, you know, we, we, it's driven by three factors, basically, you know, storage, compute, and bandwidth. Um, I think storage, we've pretty much got covered. I mean, it's it's, it's fairly cheap these days uh, and it's ample of. Um, computing power is, is not a limiting factor anymore and there's some initiatives that you'll see now going forward from um, Intel and, and the likes of the Bowen and all that as well. I think at this stage, one of the limiting factors still is bandwidth. Uh, you know, 5G, 5.5G, 6G, it's making it faster, um, but latency latency is a challenge. You know, if you go on a robot or a robotic arm uh, that has a latency of, say, 20 milliseconds uh, and the cloud has a latency, latency of 50 milliseconds, uh, you, you've got to have problems. You know, so... But I know uh, Huawei is, you know, they're pumping huge amounts of money into it to, to, to try and address that. They've got some initiatives, which I think probably be formally announced fairly soon. I haven't seen the detail yet. I'm just told that they've got some, some great initiatives to, to, to improve that. And I think if the bandwidth issues can get away, then then, then this AI is going to fly. Uh, and that's, that's, wow. that's going to be pretty exciting what's going to come out of that in the future. No, absolutely fascinating. I'm, I know you're passionate about this too. And, um, you know, when you look at the skills shortage, you know, we... You're in the IT business. You look at businesses, they're struggling to find people. They're struggling to find cybersecurity professionals. And we're not talking about a skills shortage of five or 10,000 people. We're talking about several 
thousand, tens of thousands of jobs that are available right now as we speak. And our companies are struggling to fill those skills um, in organizations. And your IT training company, Mesa InterEd, which has won you know, numerous awards, you guys have been flying there. You guys have shown incredible performance over the last few years. Uh, aside from the awards, the amount of uh, people that you guys are training, bringing into this industry, how important and significant is the role of education and uh, training and services in Mustex overall strategy? And, and do you have any numbers on how many people you guys have trained up to now? But I guess that uh, Mustex, uh, Mesa Inter-Ed, is playing a critical role in your strategy going forward, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, again, you know, it, it started as a need for Mustic uh, internally where we, we needed training to be done, you know, in our production line, get the guys to A-plus certification, whatever is required in a specific environment. And say, now oh, where do we get? And then, and then we said, listen, there's an opportunity here. Uh, and the people that we, that, 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 we, that we started the business with, I mean, uh, we were invested in talk IP way back when, uh, and then we exited and they were unsold. And so, so those individuals in the game, well, I'd call it the training game, we've got a fairly good idea for how it works. And we've we got these individuals that wanted to join us and we, and we start, look, the actual number of students, I don't know, but, it, but, but it's a lot. I mean, they, you know, they take this whole, one whole wing of ours and, but a lot of, you know, obviously training gets done over uh, online as well. Um, yes, on the, on the skill shortage, I think there was some, 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 some you know, reports now recently uh, I think I can't remember it's PG of some department that said I think 0.3% of government employees of the over a million government employees is in the IT you know divisions within the organisation. Not necessarily all of them are skilled to be there. You know, so that I don't know what the ideal number is, and you know, organisations, you know, what percentage of your staff with IT should be. But yes, that's low, eh? And uh, I, I think that's very low. And then if you look at you know. Um, I think there was another report over the weekend that said that uh, in government departments total, there's only 64 people that that's concerned with security. And you're, you're, you're that, I mean, that, that's a huge risk. So, so yes, the, 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 of course, the private sector, um, we're training a lot of, I mean, I know there's one group, but I won't necessarily mention those, but I've seen 5,000 or bought 5,000 courses, now, Microsoft courses, to um, uh, to get some of their staff trained up and up to speed with the new and latest versions of software. Uh, but but just in the public sector, yeah, the, the public sector, I mean the the requirement is huge, uh, and and then there is definitely a skills because you don't actually find them, um, and yeah, we 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 training here, and and it's a variety of um, you were talking about the awards, and I think it's something that I could repeat here as well because we're pretty proud of it. I mean they won Microsoft worldwide <laughs> training partner of the year. I mean that's worldwide, amazing, um, which is phenomenal. I mean you know from here. Uh, Best training partner in the world for Microsoft. And I think it's, you know, it's a great job. And I think it's just testament to the people that's running the show and how they're running it and how they're committed they are and, and what can be done. Uh, but just overall, I think, you know, never mind the fact that it's a nice business making money for us, just, just to, I think there's a lot of satisfaction as well with seeing something people just coming in and then, you know, going off with some sort of a qualification and just the pride and, and I suddenly, you know, just, our eyes light up and they're confident they're going to go out there and they're going to put something to show and they're going to find a job and they're going to do well and, and I think that's that's as satisfaction as big a satisfaction as as, as as the fact that it's a successful business to be honest 
No, absolutely. And yeah, congratulations we are, we are. on that accolade. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. phenomenal, think, phenomenal know, award. There will always be a need. I think there will always be a need. So we would like to keep it and grow it. Well, congratulations again, Ian. And and finally, Thanks. as we wrap up, you know, looking ahead into the future, I mean, Mustek's been a player in the industry for, 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 for a few decades already. You guys have constantly innovated, as we discussed. What kind of innovation or market development is exciting you the most about the, the future of computing equipment and what you guys are doing in the cloud and with AI? What is it that excites you the most about this kind of technology and Bustex role in it going forward, I? I think you know, if, you, if you look at our business, you know, the bulk of our business, yes, we're talking about the cloud, the software, and the services, and the planning, but it's still distribution. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, it's a dying business. But I think I think one thing, and I'm pretty sure, you know, I don't know, we're all confident. We still have a business for the foreseeable future. There were always, not always maybe, but there will for a long time still to come, be a device. At the edge to do certain things, uh, not by even at the edge. I mean, just across the whole IT stack, there there will be a device. There's some of the stuff that we've seen now, and some of the more interesting developments and announcements. Now, I wasn't there myself, uh, but at CSS, uh, you know, so some of the stuff that's coming out, and and and, and I was just come up with some of this as well. I think the key thing is lightweight and fast. Uh, you know, large language uh, models. Are getting bigger and bigger from a, from a knowledge point of view, but small enough uh, that you keep copying locally uh, on your PC set. So lightweight and fast. Uh, we've seen now from from the Nova some of the good, maybe get more Kibiki, but or Elementized products as well is your your glass free um, three displays. Um, yes, and then the other one that I, th I think is quite nice is the high glass um, stainless magnesium. Uh, the Nova's new Think ThinkBook thirteen X generation four. Uh, is the first product made of high gloss stainless magnesium material, and I think the successful development, the commercialization of the high gloss uh, stainless magnesium uh, alloy is uh, is bringing uh, uh, is a breakthrough in the field of, of basic material technology in China. It also has far-reaching and significant uh, effects for lightweight consumer electronics, aerospace, transportation, uh, and other equipment manufacturing industry. So that's quite interesting, and see how that pans out. Uh, and then uh, vehicle computing. I mean, vehicle computing. Uh, you know, despite the load shedding, uh, I think electric vehicles will be the future. Uh, in a plug-in hybrid or ordinary hybrid, or battery electric. You know, what needs to be top of mind for for our SA motor industry? Uh, they have to make the move from. Uh, they, I think, they have to make the move from uh, internal combustion engines. So I think that's quite quite exciting. And and I think that one of must take in future of computing equipment innovation and. And market development is is, is, is crucial, crucial in uh, in several aspects. You know, their distributors. I mean, we serve a bridge between the manufacturer and the end user. Uh, they have insight. Uh, we have insight into you know, emerging technologies and, and innovations in computing equipment, uh, and we can play a pivotal role in introducing those new technologies to the market. Uh, you know, we have deep knowledge of local markets, I believe, and then customer needs, and that again can provide valuable feedback to our vendors and, 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 and manufacturers regarding the demand for specific features for, or functionality of computing equipment, you know, the feedback. Uh, and it keeps them, uh, help them to tailor um, the innovation uh, to better meet the market needs. It's a simple example, you know, sometimes a notebook team at the coastal site, you know, this last and then it gets damaged and, you know, so you've got to keep all those things in mind. And then from a logistics and supply chain point of view, I mean, 
you know, we manage the logistics and supply chain processes uh, in delivering computer equipment uh, to the customers, being the outreach of this. And I think efficient logistics and supply chain management are crucial um, for us to ensure timely delivery of product and reducing cost, freight cost, uh, all of that for, you know, not only for us, but obviously for the customers as well. Uh, and it increases the value proposition of computing equipment um, and then driving market adoption. And then, um, you know, a lot of it, it's, it's part of our job and a part of the vendor's job as well is, 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 is education and awareness. You know, I play a key role in educating the market about new computing technologies and innovations, uh, training sessions within seminars, workshops, you know, all today's awareness amongst resellers and end users, uh, and then to facilitate the adoption of, of new products and solutions. So, yeah, so those are things that, that, that we'll be looking at in the future and kind of excited about. Well, you guys are certainly leading the way and innovating, and, and really, you, it's, it's also you are setting the example for your customers, right, and your partners, because you've got to adopt these technologies. Your customers are coming to you and say, we want this, we want that, and, and your responsibility is to lead the way. And, um, I mean, a lot of the stuff, uh, I, was, I was privileged enough to uh, attend uh, the big show uh, in in Taiwan with you last year, and um, yeah. and looking at those innovations uh, at Computex, um, and many of those uh, technologies and innovations you guys have adopted at Mustek, and making available for your customers. So certainly leading the way from that point of view. Uh, Hein Engelbrecht, uh, the Chief Executive Officer at Mustek Limited, thank you so much for sharing your insights. Um, and uh, and it's it's incredible when you look back. Uh, all those decades and all the time that you've spent in this industry, it's amazing how quick it's innovating and how quick companies have got to stay agile and at the forefront of these technologies. Hein Engelbrecht, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of What's Next. Thanks, Lucky. Much appreciated.